BTM Radio, let me get you hip. We coming live from Vox Rip, from, from Vox Wave Radio Station today. My name's Spanky. To my left of me, we got the infamous book author, Lord and Legends, Eon Williams. To my, to my left of me right here, we got my man, Rondo. And to my right of me, we got my man, Kay. Uh, coming to you live today, uh, you know, just to get your little insights going on in the neighborhood, sports, music industry. You know, today we got a poem and a word of the day from the good brother Saladin. So we're gonna jump into that right now. And uh we're gonna have we gonna have some interesting interviews and uh things today. You know, by Eon, brother Dr. Majid coming through, stop 
talk to us today, let him know what's going on, let us know what's going on in his path, way of life, and whatnot. And uh, first of all, we're just going to jump into this poem and the word of the day by Sada Dean, and we'll go from there. Y'all stay tuned. Dead streets, can I talk to you for a minute? I was laying in my bed. I was staring at the ceiling. Then your face flashed on my mind. You always did know how to get my attention. Your passionate hugs, late night conversations, the way you embraced me. You had me fiending for your affection. You actually made me believe you loved me. Whenever I tried to leave, you would chase me. Made me think that you want me. You lied to me, said you were sent for me. Maybe we had a connection. I thought we was meant to be. You was my first and always thought you was going to be my last. The drama, the fights, the melodies, the cash. Lately, it just haven't been the same. When I call, you don't pick up on the first ring. Are you cheating on me? I'm starting not to trust you. Are you scheming on me? What am I supposed to do? I heard you was creeping with another dude. I'm so confused because I thought it was always us. But I have to admit, I'm cheating too. This new chick don't give me a rush like you do. She's not as attractive, but she seems more stable than you do. Plus, she's not as fast or wear the labels like you do. We don't have history or anything or years together, but she makes me feel more able than you do. This new girl makes me feel like I can conquer the world. I don't hate you. I really don't. I love you with all my heart, but we have to separate and stay far apart. I'm destined to be great. I'm destined to leave. I have to, so don't stress. Please don't cry and be blessed. Out of respect for you, I won't cheat no more. I decide and make the next step. I'm leaving you, Streets, for my new girl's success. That was all right. Yeah, that was all right. Now we're going uh, to holler at my man E and my man Chris over there and see what the weather is for the next five days. So we gonna go on a break and then we gonna come back with the weather. We all the time we come back from our break. Woo! Damn, Dummy Beggars. Cause that's my lifestyle. You in a circle like a murder around. It's so made. Independent on my own now. Hold my own way. Do my own time. You a life sentence for my daughter, nigga. That's my lifeline. I ran it up at the right time. Let's get my lifestyle. We part of that check of new hunters. This in the way of hunters. We straight out of the jungle with hunters. Don't jump in that water for runners. The trenches we started with notches. When niggas be jealous for nothing. When niggas be stabbed for something. You can see that we hustle. That's my lifestyle. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. We at BTM Radios. Let me get you hip, Slim. 
We got um coming up next, we got the weather with Chris and E. Yeah, I'm here to bring y'all the weather, man. Five day forecast, man. Wednesday. Hey y'all, weather man E. Wednesday is hump day. <laughs> Wednesday forecast, man, 48 highs, lowest 37. Thursday, 54 highs, 48 the lowest. Friday, it will rain, man, so wear y'all jackets, man, with your raincoats, man. And, and ladies, man, bring your umbrellas out. Uh, Sunday, Saturday, it, it will rain as well, 44 the highs, 40 the lowest. Sundays, man. It's gonna be sunny outside, 5133, man. I'm gonna give it back to you, too. Thank y'all for the weather, Chris and E, man. You know, E, keep your uh, coat on, man. I see you a little under the weather at the moment, man. But it's all good, though. Uh, this segment of the show, man, we talk about, you know, the vibe that's going on in the community, the things that's going on in the community. You know what I'm saying? We uh, get most of our information off the uh, Instagram website, you know, Murder Mayhem, or maybe Fox, Fox 5 News or whatnot, you know, but uh, we had a, a couple of shootings that occurred in the city throughout the last, throughout the week. Uh, it was a ADW on Older Street Northwest, I believe it was yesterday or a couple of days back. Uh, another attempted murder on 22nd Street, Southeast. Uh, we had a homicide and I think an attempt on Pomeroy Road where uh, a guy got killed and a a juvenile, I believe, at the age of 17, was wounded. And also, uh, a known rapper from D.C. had got killed coming from a studio in VA. So, you know, this part, this part of, the, of the year, man, you know, things really get a little turned up. So, you know, you ain't got no nothing to be outside for. There's really no need to be outside because, you know, guys are struggling and, and trying to prepare that Christmas or whatnot for their kids. And, you know, everybody don't go about it the right way. Some people, you know, take them shortcuts. I mean, y'all know how it be. You know, uh, and it's not just that. Like, the homicides, it's like they rise every year in D.C. But you have a number of police brutalities, mm -hmm. poverty and hardship. And at the same time, it's falling generation to generation. So we as black men in this community, and this time of life, we really need to face facts, that it's a target on our back. And at the end of the day, the only way we gonna get rid of that target is if we remember it's dead. Okay. But, I mean, we got a lot of good things coming with the city too. Like, mm -hmm. shout out to the Mystics, shout out to the Nationals. Like, yeah. we a Washingtonian, and I mean, it's just a lot going on. But Pathways, Pathways, what we trying to accomplish right now, what we doing in this WANS program, like we feel like homicides, police brutalities, poverty, hardships, different things that we need that is really not needing our expertise in our community. Pathways is really finding ways to give us paths to make ways, and that's deep. So basically, I'm gonna turn it over to my man, and I'm gonna just ask him a few questions. How do you feel about the Pathways program? Man, 
I feel excited. You hear me? Motivated. You hear me? They keep me going in the morning. You hear me? I get mm -hmm. up thinking about pathways. You hear me? Yeah. I ain't used to think. I ain't used to get up, had no job, mm -hmm. none of that on my mind. You hear me? Yeah. First thing I was doing straight to the block. You hear me? Yeah. So pathways, y'all like. Got me thinking different, you hear me? Yeah. Like, and then the good men you're around, they they, yeah. they, they want you they to motivate. come. They, they motivate, 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 yeah, they you motivate you, you to come. See? Like, like I ain't like you missed yesterday, you hear me? Like yeah. they was they was on me, you hear mm -hmm. me? Like where you at? Why yeah. you ain't up? You hear yeah. me? Like I had something to do, but you hear me? Like five people called me, like where you at? You hear me? Yeah. I don't you know, know if it's so, just me or not, but I mean y'all might be experiencing the same thing I'm experiencing. But since I've been in the pathway program, like my train of thought, you know what I'm saying? Thought. Thinking process changed up. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, I ain't been home for long, but when I came home, my mind wasn't on going to get a job okay. or I'm going to go on a pathway program and get this OSHA or this yeah. CPR or this. I ain't even never thought about doing none of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when I had the opportunity to come to the program, like, good brothers, they opened my eyes to a lot of different things. Good good, good brothers and good sisters. I can't okay. just say good brothers because some good sisters in the program, too. You know what I'm saying? But So my good brother, too. It's safe to say that Pathways program is bigger than a check. Yeah, it's bigger than a check because it's preparing you to be a man in this society, in this new society. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, prepare yourself for whatever you want to prepare yourself for, they're going to help you prepare yourself for. Whether, you whether it's a career, you, you got to push yourself. They, you know, like they say, they're going to lead you to the water. You got to drink the water, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They can't drink it for you. So. And let's not forget, it's not just. Pathways. We got ones. We got mm -hmm. yaps. We got different yeah, yeah, communities yeah. and different foundations yeah, yeah, coming me. together to build mm -hmm. our foundation as young black men in D.C. at these times. No question. We just signing the Med Program Prairie. You hear me? And the opportunities out there, man. It's just you gotta go get it. And when you get it, you gotta want it. You gotta want to be there. You know what I'm saying? Even if you don't want to be there, you know, get with somebody that's gonna motivate you to be there. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna call your phone when you don't show up and when you late. Look, bro, where you at? Bro, why you ain't coming to class today, bro? You know what I'm saying? That show you that, you know what I'm saying? That brother really want to see you do right. He really he really mess with you. That's just genuinely. You know what I'm saying? He ain't push you, oh, come on, let's go do this. Let's go do that. He said, nah, why you ain't in class? Yeah. Why you ain't coming to class today, bro? Come on, bro, tighten up, bro. You know what I'm saying? And as black males, you know what I'm saying? We need that because, like, majority of us, we ain't had that growing up. You know what I'm saying? So for a man, the, the, you know, to be, come on, bro, who about? Come on, bro. Like, we had more people pushing us to be in the streets. Right. You hear me? Come on, bro. Everybody go beat the block up. Yes. You hear me? Nah. You hear me? Listen, man. Never in my life <clears throat> have I had a job that if you wasn't at work, they wasn't speaking on, found you. They were mm -hmm. looking for you, trying to pick you up to take you right. to work. Okay. And people know what's going on in our community and in these streets. Mm-hmm. This segment in life, this is the type of program you want to surround yourself in as young black men. But before we go on the break, I guess we're going to say one more thing, y'all. And this is just on the goofy side. What's up with these Popeye's chicken sandwiches? Oh, yeah, I don't know. You have me. <laughs> I mean, that sounds good, but they ain't all that good to be smoking nobody about no all that. For, man. Yeah. They said they ain't worth dying for. I don't know what's coming cool in that chicken got a nigga blowing you up, babe. So, so what you saying? The Popeye's yeah, chicken got the murder rate up? The chicken, what it is, wow. man. Anytime they create something that's exclusive, for an example, phone. When I first came home, they was only sending 200, 300 phones in the community. 
So you ain't you ain't you ain't got to wonder why somebody robbing and killing about it because the manufacturer and the people behind it they made it exclusive. Some marketing person for Popeyes found a way to make the chicken sandwich exclusive because it ain't no different than any other chicken Man. sandwich. If you take Popeyes chicken and you put it on the right bread, add pickle and add the sauce, you can make your Popeyes chicken sandwich. It's just something that a person can't get. So a lot of times, and for lack of a better term, you know, our people, if we think think we're going to get something that we can't get, we act stupid about it. Right. So it's safe to say that's just That's my opinion though. That's just a mindset we in that wave. Yeah, yeah I mean just think about it. When I was coming up, you would die over Eddie Bible. A little yeah. later you would die for a Helly Hansen. You would die for a car. It's yeah. things that a person think they can't get for an example. Even the person that died about it. Yeah, the news media made it an example to say, oh, niggas are killing over a Popeye sandwich. It really wasn't. Technically, where we from, if somebody cutting the line on you, whether you're going to the movies, you're in jail, that child, you're going in the bus stop, you're going in the train station, you're going to say something to them about it. Just so happened, they was at Popeye's and he died. But it's really a behavior and a mentality. Take the Popeye's out of the situation, because Popeye's using the situation now for publicity. Ain't no publicity bag. Yeah. Scratch Popeye's. Yeah. If I was going to Minnesota Avenue Station and it was the last train, the last space on the train, and I cut in front of you, you're going to say, Slim, what you doing? You think I ain't standing in line? But would they put it out there that, oh, people are killing each other for Metro. You got to watch yeah. the narrative. They yeah. controlling the narrative, not no us. Question. Right. So how do you... That's how I was looking at it. I'm like, it probably wasn't over the chicken sandwich. No. You hear me? He yeah, said I mean, the man do. took his spot. That's what it was over. It, it was, was a respect thing. You hear me? Thing. I mean, and that ain't good. That ain't I, ain't I ain't condoning it or nothing. I'm yeah, just saying yeah, I'm gonna nah. control my own thinking pattern. I'm gonna control the narrative. Yeah. So yeah, they was in there. They was waiting for a chicken sandwich, but they could have been at McDonald's waiting for a Big Mac, and he right. could have cut the line. Right. Okay. Where we from and where he got killed at? We do things like that. That's a part of our culture. They ain't explaining that. So you know, it's a bigger problem. It's way bigger than the chicken sandwich. And that's deep. You know, take us out, you. All right, we gonna go on break and we gonna come back with uh Dr. Majid, and he gonna let y'all know. You know what I'm saying? What's going on with him? You know, his pathway and what he, and what, what he doing to get there, how he get there. And what he got to offer because he been helping a lot of people me for a lot of time. Right, yeah. right. Shout out to him. And he's a good dude, and we striving. So we're going to go on break it, then we're going to come back with Dr. Majid. It's in the way, Bahamas. Woo! Damn, Because that's my lifestyle. You in a circle like a murder around. It's self-made. Independent on my own now. Hold my own way. Do my own time. Do a life sentence for my daughter, nigga. That's my lifeline. I'm running up at the right time. Let's get my lifestyle. You part of that check in Bahamas. This in the way of Bahamas. We straight out the jungle with Hunters. No jump in that water for runners. The trenches we started with nudges. When niggas be jealous for nothing. When niggas be stand for something. You can see that we hustle. We hustle. Cause that's my lifestyle. I'm a surgeon. 
sending birds away. Jumping up off of the bus too late, then making it down in the early grave. How you get caught with a gun and some work and you making it home in like 30 days? I live a real life, uh, toting the chopper like we don't fight. Taking the real, why don't you kill mice? Then we gon' be alright. Thinking about fucking the bitch, her nigga be hating and really I still might. I could go get me a whip, my people been struggling, I wouldn't feel right. Niggas be sleeping on me, so I'ma go get them up out of their night. BTM Radio, let me get you hip. At this segment of the show, we got a, a guest on the show. Uh, this man right here, man, a motivator, a mentor, smart, fly guy, funny brother. man, good man, good brother. You know what I'm saying? Today we got Dr. Warreese McGee in the building with us. Good man. What's up, Doc? Man, I'm good, good man. Glad to be here with y'all, man. Glad to be here with y'all. So, Doc, you know we got some viewers on the uh, show, man. Uh, they want to know, man, you know, like what type of work you do and how you get into that work. Man, I'm in the work uh, just trying to help people, man, be the best version of themselves, man. That's really what I do. I mean, I got a whole bunch of other titles and I do a whole bunch of stuff, man, just, uh, you know, in the community. Um, I got a for-profit, what they call Yay Me. Um, I mean, a non-profit that they call Yay Me and a for-profit that they call Blueprint, mm -hmm. right? Under uh, Yay Me, you do a lot of stuff with as young as five years old, all the way up to senior citizens, man. Everything from behavior modification up to showing them how to get on their right career path, right? Uh, Blueprint, we do a little bit different. Blueprint, we got a cleaning company, you know, we do transportation, we do mm -hmm. some real estate. Um, we manage other small businesses and nonprofits. So we do a lot of stuff with that, man. But the end, of the, the end goal is creating jobs for people that look like us, giving opportunities for people that look like us, and showing people just like us, no matter where your, what your background is, man, success is, is, is what you make it, man. So how you get into this? this what, what motivates you to start, you know, trying to help people? How you get into this field? Man, to be honest with you, man, I've been helping people all my life, man. My father, man, original OG, man, he's been doing it, you know what I'm saying? He passed when I was 10. Um, like most of us, man, you know, the streets really embraced me. And uh, I was looking for that. But even when I was even out there like that, you know what I'm saying, I always was a dude where, you know, I was always trying to help out. You know what I mean? I always wanted to, you know, if, if I, I never wanted to do anything just on my own. I want to mm -hmm. see who else I could bring along with me. So it's been, man, part of me, man, since really since day one. You know, it really kind of came from my father. Apple don't fall too far from the tree. Okay. So just those leadership skills, wanting to help people, man, never being pressed to wear the hat and, had a title, like, I, I just always been like that, man. So I always just been wanting to help people out, man. And now, you know, the creator just put me in a space where uh, I get to help some good men, some good women, man, so that we can, um, you know, take this thing back, man. So when you say the, uh, the streets embrace you, I mean, I don't want to get too much into, you, you know, your background and stuff. You know, people, 
they'll get stuck on the negative and just won't even think about or or listen to nothing else you say. They just, you know, hear the background and negative. So when you say, you know, the streets embrace you, I ain't gonna ask you to get a tour, but I wanna ask you, you know, what type of uh, obstacles did you go through, you know, in your in your transformation from your background to Yay Me and Blueprint? What type of obstacles you go through? Man, look, I'm still going through obstacles, right? I ain't going to sit here and fake with you, but um, I'm going to tell you right now, it's like uh, I glorify ignorance, right? And as I tell any good man or women, man, when you glorify ignorance, man, you, you, you got something coming for you, man. You know, my mother always say you ain't got to look for trouble, man. It's going to find you. So with them streets, basically, to be honest with you, me glorifying ignorance, um, trouble kept finding me. You know what I mean? I was really looking for something structured, man. I was looking to do something positive. Always have, but it was just, honestly, it was easier. I thought it was, mm -hmm. but the repercussions and the stuff that came with it was harder. So I just had to, um, you know, I had to eliminate a lot of stuff, man. I had to start loving people from a distance. I had to separate from some of those friends that I thought was my friends, mm -hmm. man. I adopted, man, my four Fs, which was faith, family, finances, and friends. My faith wasn't strong. My family always been there. My finances was dirty, and my friends were some of them with snakes. Mm -hmm. And as I was able to kind of move over, I strengthened my faith. My family still been there like they was from day one. My finances is now clean, and my friends is those who want to see me when I want to see them when. And that's just how those my obstacles, and that's kind of how I got over it like that. So when your so when your past or you know come back and, and be on your shoulder, you know what I'm saying? Hey, well, Reese, come on, woo, woo, bop. You know what I'm saying? What, what, what you think about or what you look at to be like, man, I can't go there, man. What, what motivates you to keep on going to do positive? Faith, family, finances, and friends, bro. My faith's too strong at this point. Mm -hmm. I can't go back. Like, there's nothing that you could put in front of me right now, you know, God willing. You know what I mean? If I continue to be strong, that I, can, I can't go back. I got too many people, brothers like you, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm never going to be a hypocrite. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I definitely don't walk on water. But I know that the route that I'm on is where it's supposed to be. My family, my family love me. You understand? Know so I'm the youngest boy. Mm -hmm. Some people think I'm the oldest. You understand? Know I'm saying I'm my name, Warice Amir Majid, the inherited ruler of the community. I got a like this is my calling. You understand? Know I'm saying so. I can't do that. My finances, I love money, but not because I want to be a fly or this, that, and the other. I love mm -hmm. money because I want man. If True called me and say, man, look, I got a real deal positive type of situation, I want to be able to say, man, I got you. Mm -hmm. Can't do that without money. You can't do that with negative money either. You got to be a positive flow. And then friends. Friends, family, that's all y'all. You know what I mean? So all those four Fs are the reason why, no matter what the streets come calling for, I'm always going to be, and I'm going to be right there in the trenches. Some people say, stay out the way. I say, I'm going to make the way. Mm -hmm. And that's that's just where it, where it is. You know what I'm saying? I love being, I'm always going to be in these streets. You know what I'm saying? I'm always going to kick it with good men, good women. I'm always going to go in. In the system, man, talk to good men, good women. This is what we supposed to be doing. So I, I'm not worried about the streets. The streets got to worry about me, good man, because mm -hmm. I'm coming with something that's just that's real. You know what I mean? And they gonna feel that. So in your work field, the years you've been doing this, these, this, uh, this work, what, what, what's some of the accomplishments you made? Oh man, me, man, a couple of my good partners, man, brother PT, man, brother Sadiq. Uh, man, you know, we've been started up a couple of spots in the city. You know, we got a spot over MLK. We got a spot over Minnesota Avenue. We'll be doing this type of work. Um, I had, man, man, dozens of guys, man, who, who who came home, man, who we helped them get their business started, helped them get back on track. 
um, guys who we didn't help, you know, get full custody of the kids. I mean, it's, my my accomplishments really are in what I'm able to see other people grow. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? I'm, I, I know where my next meal's coming from, so I'm super blessed. You know what I'm saying? My kids are blessed and everything like that. But my accomplishments are seeing other people doing what they're supposed to do. Because at the end of the day, what I want to do, I want to be able to say, man, look, Brother Chu, I need you and all your good men from uh, Cohort 4, man. We got a deal, man, in Florida. I need $100,000 from everybody. You know what I mean? But we can't do that right now. You know what I'm saying? So I want to show everybody, man, look, it's beautiful on the other side of the fence, man. It's beautiful. And I'm not talking about the money. I'm just talking about just the lifestyle, period, man, of just being able to enjoy and breathe be alive, man, you know what I'm saying? Not worry about your freedom, family good, be able to help people out. It's a beautiful thing. That's a lot of challenges. Mm-hmm. It's different challenges. But I done had little boy fun my whole life, man. I'm trying to have straight big boy fun now. Ain't no question. You know, that's all, that's where I'm at. So when, when it's all said and done, when you retired, old war Reese sitting on the couch, flicking with the remote, what you want people to say about you? Man, this boy, man, you like that, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, yeah, that's a, that's a mean question, man. Um, to be honest with you, I want people to know that with all of the blessings that the Creator gave me, I gave back. I want to leave this earth empty, right? I want to leave this earth empty. In other words, whatever He gives me, I pray when I wake up in the morning, man, say my Fajr prayer, right? One of the things that I pray for is like when I speak, that is Him talking, right? Um, that anything that I do to impact a person in a negative way, they blame me, they don't blame him. I want to bring as many people to the Creator as possible. And I want to leave this earth empty. I'm talking about anything that I got, man, I want to give it away. You know what I mean? I mean, I want to give it away. And I want people to know that I made a real impact, man. You know what I mean? If I got a whole bunch of brothers, man, you and your kids, your grandkids is there, talking about, man, no, Grandpa Chu, man, he he doing this. He got buildings. He got this. You know what I'm saying? That's going to make me feel good, man. And I know that my life wasn't wasted. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people gave up on me. But there was also a lot of people who was like, you going to do this. You know what I'm saying? My mother, man, got mother Muslim, man. She got uh, scars on her knees, man, from praying for me, man. So I owe up. You know what I'm saying? We all, we all owe up. We got a lot of people, man, who, you know what I'm saying, they ain't trying to see us fail, man. So failure can't be an option. So on my day, when the creator decides that I, I, I um, that that's it, and you said I'm going to be on the couch, man, with the remote, I ain't going to be there, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be out still, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to be out still moving. You know what I mean? But when he do take me off of this earth, man, if I got lots of people, man, that come to my janazza, man, and, and, um, and just speak or just know that, you know what I'm saying, this brother was consistent, you know what I'm saying? He stood for something. You know, his faith was strong. He loved his family. He used his finances for good. And um, and his friends, man, you know what I'm saying, all doing well, or at least they don't have nothing bad to say about him, man. That's that's a life. That's the life to live right there, good man. So if any of our viewers need any help, a little, a little push, a little motivation, anything, and they want to reach out to War Reese, how can they uh, reach out to you? Absolutely, man. So when you're talking about the yay me, um, you can reach out at www.yayme.org. Um, you can just send us a message on there. Let us know what you're trying to do. We just started an initiative not too long ago called Amin's Angels, 
which is actually named after one of my mentors, Amin Muslim, mm -hmm. who's a shop brother, man, who was in the street, man, did a lot of time, but he came out here, got himself together, man, we really got heavy into politics and kind of showed me that game. So we started something, a mentoring program called Amin's Angels, where we working with anybody in the city who really looking for a mentor, because that's the key right mm -hmm. there, you. Like, everybody need to have a mentor. I don't care how old you are, 8 to 80. If you try to do something out here, you need to have a mentor. Find a mentor that's going to keep you on the right path. Find another mentor that's on your path. That way they give you that, that right type of focus. So if y'all really looking, you know, to get help uh, the way we do, the Yay Me way, the blueprint way, man, definitely go on there at www.yayme.org. Check us out, see what we're doing. Um, if you're interested in the whole business thing, we're working with returning citizens. We are real big as far as War 7 and War 8, but anywhere in the city, man. I'm a D.C. guy. I don't, I'm not I'm War 7, born and raised, but, you know, I'm uptown, love uptown, love the south side, love southwest. There's nowhere in the city, man, where I don't feel comfortable at, so I'm for the whole city. But we got a couple initiatives, man, that are specifically to help returning citizens start their businesses up. So if you're interested in that, definitely um, also look us up at www.blueprintdevcon.com. Um, um, dot com, and I'll make sure that we, we post that up there, man, because uh, if any guys are out there, old ladies, returning citizens, trying to start y'all business up, come on through. It's what we trying to do, man. We about to build. We about to take the city back, man. All right, I want to thank you for coming on that show. You know what I'm saying, man? Keep up the good work, man, you know, and hopefully we'll see you again. All day, man. You keep it up, too, man. This man like that with these interviews, good man. It's a new way, Bahamas. Crazy in my sound. Shorty be asking me when I'm a visit, my life isn't promised, so right now. 
down cause, cause this my life. lifestyle BTM Radio. This is Sports Segment. I'll show my man Rondo. We're going to let him get y'all hip to the sports. What's going on? Rondo, what's up? What's going on, man? Hey. Oh. Uh, we got um right here on the sports, man, on BTM. Let me get you hip with this sports. You hear me? I'm going to get you real hip. You hear me? We got Monte Nichols with the Redskins, man. You hear me? He had, he had um a guest over his house uh-huh. and she OD. Yeah. You hear me? And then when the fans went to his house, he, he had nah, he had all type of drugs in there and paraphernalia. You hear me? But he cooperating though. I heard nah. something about him cooperating. Oh, he might do be cooperating. Yeah, we want to talk yeah. about him. I mean, not cooperating in a hot man. Yeah, he probably would just let him go in his house. What's going on? Because they ain't charging with nothing. So yeah. you know, I would hate for us to put a bone. Oh, okay, on okay. Yeah, okay. Really messed yeah. Up. yeah. Oh, they they messed that. Yeah. I heard about this. Her cooperating. Yeah, you know but we got to define the word sometimes. Okay. Then with Carolina, we got Carolina, right? Right? No, matter of fact, matter of fact, the Redskins, you know, they won it now, right? I, they at the bottom of the division, you hear me? So they at the bottom of the bottom? It's a wrap for them. They ain't in no, no playoffs, none of that, you hear me? They under. Then we got North Carolina, you hear me? We got David Tepper. He might get, he might, he might foul Ron River, you hear me? And, and, and might get rid of Cam Newton. So I don't even know if Cam Newton going to be with him for long. You know, come on home to the Redskins. Go ahead and train my young man, Dave uh, Haskins. You hear me? I skipped the uh, Kaepernick uh, workout, man. And on Cap- the sports, man. You know, that's big thing in sports. No the question. Kaepernick workout. They oh. might get Kaepernick a job, too. Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. in the NFL. He might get a job again, maybe. But they say he kind of might have blew it. Yeah. Man, he might have blew that. I don't know. Shout out to my man Kaepernick, man. I respect my man for staying the 10 toes, yeah. man. Taking a knee. Mm-hmm. All right, then we got um the man from the Browns. I think he's with the Browns, right? Miles Gurd. Oh, Miles Gurd. What's man, up with Miles Gurd and smacks somebody with a helmet on the field. You oh, yeah, me? I seen it, brother. Man, he about to get all type of fouls. <laughs> yeah, he snatched the dude helmet off and smacked him with it. Yeah, snatched his helmet off. You know, he been a knucklehead, though. Smacked him with it, you hear me? So I don't know how much that's what, you know. They say they ain't going to do nothing like what, um, like, Criminal charges, but right. they gonna let the NFL handle you. Him, What's man. up with your man LeBron, Bron though? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know LeBron, man. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron got a triple double on every team LeBron in the NBA. LeBron got a triple double on every team in the NBA. No, no man never did that before. Now, I'm trying. So, I'm still trying to figure out his position on the Lakers. Why like, he running point shooting guard? To the center. Ball. He running point to the center. <laughs> you have me. <laughs> 
But yeah, man, that's ref VCM gets he, you he, hit he, with that sports. He, he every every position on the floor, did he the referee, the coach, assistant, <laughs> yeah, yeah, be the water boy, the yeah. foul. Yeah. Sticking on the sports. Yeah, that's BCM. Yeah, shout the Mystics out. Mystics. And the Capitals. I mean, yeah, yeah, the Nationals. You hear me? We still going. Capitals, too. You hear me? We still going to shout the Redskins out and the Wizards, too. And the Wizards, too. Yeah. Bradley Bill. I ain't agreeing with that. You know, John John Wall still injured. You hear me? You ain't agreeing with the Redskins. Who's your team? I'm just not going to agree with them. Who's your team? I'm not going to take it there. I just asked you the team. We talking about Washington right now. Redskins is over, under, and done. Yeah. But I'm saying, though, Cowboys know, is at the top though. of the division. You know, division. if I can sit on this phone with y'all and you say the Redskins done, that's like saying go-go done. They that's like saying Chuck Brown done, man. They probably ain't done. They done, they they done this year. They, they, they done, done this for year. a long time, but they still the Redskins, man. Still a Redskins. They you done this year, You walk down Benton Road, you see people who don't even watch football games wear Redskins. Mm-hmm. You walk down Martin Luther King Avenue, you see people who don't watch football games wear Redskins. Then you got these guys talking about their Cowboys fan. I ain't never been on Texas Avenue before. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, that's how I go. Yeah, yeah, yeah all that. Patriots fan, definitely never been a dog. Oh, so he's, he's a Patriots fan. Yeah, hell of a team. Ain't nothing wrong with you. You got the right to like your team. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that a lot of things. I'm saying though, is did old, you like? Did you like New Patriots England back yeah. then? Though that's what I'm no. saying though. Patriots no. was oh, you just lost. Who remember when Patriots was on the cover? Man, that's how long I've been liking them. I know. Well, Drew Blesso? That was one of the, no, 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 no. Come no, no. on, when, when they had yeah. Drew Blesso, though? Yeah, but that was one of the first Madden's. It was Patriots. That must be coming hey. from up top. Somebody well, tapping in. Hello? Yeah, man, y'all talking about my Cowboys in there? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, you oh, talking man. about the Cowboys, man. Man, the Redskins is done. Tell the good man on the end that Go-Go is alive, but the Redskins is <laughs> hey, yeah, and that's the call. This anonymous caller from the doctor. Hey, 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 hey! Look though, that's that's like saying that's like saying DC done. You say the Redskins done? Oh, listen, anonymous caller. All right, all right, all right. Now listen, you right, you right. I'm starting Go-go. to feel like you, Joan, and I'm about to fire that star up on the side of the Cowboys helmet because I don't like nothing that look like U.S. I don't really like the like Cowboys. That, but, yeah, <laughs> that's I just can't like them. who Cowboys. I just don't. Oh, yeah. man, all, all I got to say, man, y'all doing an excellent job, man. Sure. Love to see the fellas doing what y'all doing, but don't talk about the Cowboys. DC, Dallas Cowboys, man. Oh, I'm yeah. Call her out. Y'all breathe on that for a minute. Yeah, that's yeah. what I be trying to tell them. Hey, 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 Doc. Hey, I think I know who hey, this is. Hey, hold on for a second, Doc. Oh, he gone. Okay. Doc out of there, man. Yeah, he, he, he must have some hangers in his closet because he definitely knocked <laughs> <hung> it out. <laughs> <laughs> I straight need to get on up. But, all right, y'all. Now we got, um, we about to end this show with this segment with this. I guess, um, we going to interview my man, Eon, man. Yeah, I'm about you to know, we we got to interview him. This this, this, this our we man. We, we want our man to, you know, let y'all know, man, you know, what he, do, what he do in the community, not he is in the community, what he do with that pen. That's what we really want to talk about, man. You know, my man. He write these books, man. He giving out straight law. You awesome. hear me? And when he, you could tell by the way the man even speak, he getting out law, man. <laughs> yeah. You hear me? When he talk, he getting you law. You know what I'm saying? So, man, uh, I'm going to introduce my man, man. This my man. I'm going to introduce him again, man, you know, because he's such a hell of a guy, man. This my man, Eon Law Wims, man. Yeah. What's up? The level, man. What's up, man? Thank y'all for having me. What's up, though? What's up, Eve? 
Let's talk about um, let's talk about these books you got out, Ease. Okay, uh, I got about ten books out. My first book was Fast Lane. Probably my most popular book is Lord and Legends. I had another book called Hellraiser Honeys. They got a lot of love in the federal system, and it kind of like uh, spread throughout other little cities and. Uh, I did 17 years in prison, you know what I mean? Not to highlight the 17 years part, but that's a lot of time for you to be able to cultivate or hone a skill. And uh, writing was a skill that I honed out of other things, more positive skills, because I learned how to do a whole lot of stuff in that time. Mm -hmm. But uh, writing was a way for me to help myself, help better my situation. And while other dudes was, you know, working at Unicor, taking HVAC, I was writing and reading. So when I came home, that's what I utilized to get on my feet. And it wasn't even just books. Like, I write poems, I write true crime, I write journalism type stuff. Uh, a book I got called Secrets Never Die was turned into a short film. And uh, it won an award at the Toronto Film Fest. So I'm saying writing is what I've really been doing. And then at the same time, I just started to get paid to do this type of work that I do with, you know what I'm saying, what they call it at-risk youth or people that may be in a little jeopardy. But uh, to be honest with you, you can't be paid enough to do that work, right? So me getting paid is just for me to be legit and have a job, but all the guys that know me before I had this job, I'm always in the street. I'm always helping or assisting. It's something that's what I do. And one of the reasons why I do that, and I take a real big uh, passion, I have a passion for, you know, legal things, because I went to jail at 16, and I was ignorant in the full sense of the word, so I ain't understand laws and rights. So one of the reasons why I may seem so argumentative or even detailed about certain things is because at this point in time, I know that a lot of us, especially those that lack money or knowledge, we go to jail for things we shouldn't go to jail for. And I don't think that no one should sit in jail unless they did something that really, really mandates that they have to sit in jail. Like, I ain't one of them guys that say, oh, nobody should be in jail. You know what I mean? The world is made of good and bad. So if uh, all the bad people could take over all the good people, the people like our grandparents and our sisters and our mothers would be victim to a bunch of BS. So, of course, I ain't in the process of that. And then if everybody was vigilantes, then all the good men would end up in jail, too. So, you know what I'm saying? Let uh, me ask you a question. That's my angle on that. Uh, first of all, how long have you been writing, Dion? You, you started this when you, when, you, when you got incarcerated, or was this something, a passion that you had before you? I went to jail at 16. I ain't have a whole lot of knowledge and nothing pertaining to that right there. Uh, I started writing, creative writing, at probably about 24 years old, right? And uh, it was because I was in a super maximum prison and we was doing 23 hours in the cell and one hour out. So the only thing I really could do to maintain my sanity was uh, study religion, which turned into praying, multiple push-ups, you know, and then writing. So that's how my days were spent, you know. And, that, and back in the day, at that time, you know, prison has changed a lot since I've been out. I've been out 10 years, but at the time when I was in jail, prison went through a hell of a transition of being a real, real rough, brutal, physical place to uh, like my man Anton White, he got a hell of an analogy used when he talks. So I got in trouble sometime back for something I didn't do. And I ended up getting vindicated and cleared. But when I was talking to him on the phone, he said, E, man, you can't come back in here. He said, when you was in here, it was a jungle. So you could be physical and survive. He said, it's a zoo now. So where your lions and tigers and bears was then, you could relate to them. You know what I mean? Now they like zoo animals, it's like it's chickens and pigs and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. But the whole analogy is that, man, you know, jail ain't even what it used to be no more. So the game's changing on the street and inside the junk. Inside the junk, you don't want to be there. You definitely don't want to get caught up in no situation where you jammed up in the system. So, you know, writing was a way for me to stay away from that in, in jail. And as I transitioned into changing my life, writing was a way for me to stay away from jail outside of jail. Okay. Um, let me start this off. 
Hellraiser. Oh, we got a phone call. Oh, we got a call. Hello? Strength of what he said, a good friend of me and uh, him. I know that call, I can tell by his voice. But uh, shout out to David Wilson, man. <laughs> Wop, man, you know, man, he locked up with something he didn't do. And his laws pertaining to some laws that I told him one of our groups, this Brady stuff. And remember, I told y'all on these Brady laws, the prosecution have evidence that's supposed to clear you or help clear you, they're supposed to turn it over. And this mm -hmm. brother that uh, me and him talk about all the time, family of his, good man, he, he incarcerated for a crime that another person admitted to. You know what I mean? So, uh, uh, free David Wilson, man, WAP, man, and uh, everybody that's in, in a jam in there, you know what I'm saying? I pray that they get what they really got coming. So, I want to ask you, though, Eon, man, you know, I know you say, man, you've been, you've been there for 16, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, age of 16, you know, from 1 to 16, I mean, us, because we grew up fast in, in Washington, so, you right. know, we seen a lot, but, you know what I'm saying, we ain't seen too much, like, the laws you giving out in this book. So I want to know, man, like, really, man, where you get the, your ideas from, man? For just the writing, the creative writing? Yeah, or yeah. The, I what mean, you? the creative writing comes from stuff that I've seen. You know what I'm saying? Stuff that I see when I'm around y'all. For an example, I could break it down to start there. Like, when I'm around y'all, right? And what I mean by y'all is, man, brothers is men that's just younger than me. You know what I mean? That keep me up to date with what's going on, right? The way, the, the way a person walked, the way a person talked, what's really happening out here. That informs me. So once I'm informed by that, you know what I mean, I got a skill, I got a talent I was given to be able to write, so it'd be realistic. But whatever the points, the principles, the morals and principles that I put in there is what I believe to be manly or correct. You know what I mean? So I just do that. Now, that's in the creative, right? With this legal stuff that you're talking about, uh, my, uh, to make it the, the short answer of the legal thing is that I went to jail not knowing no law, and I felt like I was used and abused, and I ain't had to do all the time that I did. And by the time I figured out that I was illegally incarcerated, I had already been in 13 years, and it took me four more years to get out. So the reason why I pass on everything from 4th Amendment, 5th Amendment, to 13th Amendment when we talking, because I don't feel like I got a whole bunch of other stuff to offer, like Miles, the brother that teach and facilitate some of the other stuff, he may facilitate wellness. Well, Reese may facilitate some other stuff. The stuff that I got that I know is going to help you, it'll help you, it'll be the difference in you being free or you being incarcerated. So that's what I bring to the table. My bad, I don't mean to cut you off, brother Eon, but I think you got a phone call. Somebody probably want to holler at you. Got a caller. They tone okay. down. Hello? Peace, peace. Hey, what's up? Peace to the believers, man. It's J.M. Benjamin. Yeah, salute. That's a big time author right there. War winning author, man. Okay. Okay, what's up, man? Yeah, yeah. Everything peace, man. I was just listening to your brother's um, broadcast on EIG Live. And uh, I was listening to the brother. I came in on when the brother with the Yay Me organization was on deck and speaking about mentoring and things of that nature. Then I popped out and popped back in. And I heard E sharing his story and everything, man. I just want to coming off with, you know, some contribution to the subject and commend all your brothers for creating a forum that your brothers are creating. You know, there should be more people on this live, you know, than it is. Yeah. You know, 
confident that yeah. if we reach one, then I mean, then we're making a difference. But um, I just want to speak about, man, I, um, I met E when he first came home, man, and I was just coming home for sort of 12 and a half years of my life in prison, man, and writing like E um, contributed to saving and changing my life, you know, with the second from his last. And, um, you know, I saw what he had gone through, and I went through many struggles of myself, man. I was home for 13 years, man, uh, without you know having those bracelets put back on my on my wrist. And um, I just recently was released after serving 14 months for a crime I did not commit. And I just came home last Monday, man. And you know he was talking about you know from the jungle to the zoo, and I can contest to that, man, because imagine you know being out of prison, out of that type of environment for so long and then thrown back in it after you've turned your life around and been living, you know, living a certain type of lifestyle, man. And it was exactly what the brother he was saying from, you know, a jungle to a zoo. Man, and it's, it's full of our young brothers, man, and, and our older brothers that have adapted this new generation, this new era uh, way of living, man, and the prison system has far more worse brothers like myself that he when we were serving time and not to you know not to say one is better than the other but I'm talking about the mindset and the mentality and the type of uh, energy and the vibe that's being you know um, flooded throughout the prison system right you know these brothers spirits these young brothers spirits are broken they're misguided and misdirected man and um, when I say I went to prison for a crime I didn't commit that I was guilty of uh, was just as severe as the one I did. And my only crime was that I felt my son, who was actually the one who had committed the offense, and he had taken total responsibility. And um, not being from the street, not being in a gang, college student, good kid, who felt that it was necessary to carry a gun. And I felt him as his father because I had that influence over him to where so if I would have said, you don't need a gun or don't carry a gun, he wouldn't have. And we were arrested, and I was I was with him when he had the weapon, and they charged me with being a convicted felon in possession of a weapon. And I was found guilty on certain person. Well, I pled out to certain person, and they threw the gun charge out. But uh, point being, uh, I felt compelled to write a story after being in there with these brothers. I felt compelled to write a story that I had coming out, a book titled Things Our Fathers Never Taught or Told Us That Our Sons Should Know. And it addresses the issues and the impact and the effect that growing up with an absentee father has on a young boy, boys across the world. Um, so I just want to, again, I want to chime in that I thought of you, and I wanted you to be a contributor, man. I got some heavy hitters that are contributing to this project from Freeway Ricky Ross to the actor Isaiah Washington, DJ Cool V, Leandre Prince, um, um, you know, just a slew of brothers, Progress Lloyd, uh, authors that you're familiar with and names that you brothers may be familiar with. But I, I, I felt, again, you know, I wanted to chime in, man, because you brothers 
are discussing the subjects, man. Yes, indeed. We are to blame, man. We have to take full responsibility. Yes, indeed. Know, because we were the ones that, you know, came before this era, and we failed them, and we continue to fail them, and we're going to keep failing them unless we come together, <laughs> man, collectively. He said his name and, was and do our part, man, Because who better than to save those than those who come from what, you know, what the problems and the issue are? I'm not gonna hold you, brother, long, man. I just want to, you know, chime in, man, and let y'all. Thank you, bro. You got a brother over here in Jersey, man. Hey, J.M. Benjamin. All right, thank you, brother. You know, we understand. Hey, brother Benjamin. Yes. We appreciate it, bro. Like, you just dropped nothing but Jews, and it's always a pleasure, brother. Like, you ain't taking up time enough. Yeah, but, um, well, you can. I want you to come down here, meet them, and speak to them, because we be with them every day. Indeed, man. Indeed, man. Uh, we'll line that up. Behind the scenes, though, bro. All right, that's the best. Salam alaikum. Much continued success to all your brothers. Okay, okay. Salam. Okay. Uh, before we before we go, man, Eon, man, you know, you've been doing this, you've been doing this writing thing, you know, for close to twenty years. You got, you know, ten books under your belt, so it's safe to say, you know, you you're OG in the game. So, if there's any young brothers out there or young sisters that that want to, you know, jump in this book writing game, man. Can you, uh, you know, let them know, the, you know, some routes to go? Yeah, real quick, since we don't got that much time, the first thing you got to do is you got to read. You got to read the type of style of writing that you like, and you got to read up on what the business is. The internet allows everybody to kind of, like, be up to speed with anybody. There's no big eyes or little use no more, so that's what I advise, man. Uh, you can check my name out or Google me and contact me if I can help you. All right, hey, y'all, this is BTM Radios, and we just had Eon. We gone. Salute. We want to thank, we want, we want thank the uh, Yay Me program, Blueprint. Vio Wave Radio, Wands, Pathway. I want to thank my man, my man, uh, Abdul Raouf. That's my man that, that, you know, helped me out with my I Am Muslim sweatshirt. You can uh, catch up with him at I, I want to thank underscore M, underscore Muslim, underscore clothing. Sponsors. And the sponsors appear. Thank you. That's Style.